You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Welcome to the Aaron Says What Podcast with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Aaron Says What Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Weinbaum, and today I will be joined by Matt Sadnakar, and he is actually asking me where I am right now, so hang on. So you get to hear me try to dial him on the old Skype machine, so let's see if I can get her. Matt, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Perfectly. All right. We are recording. I just wanted to welcome you to the Aaron Says What podcast. And uh, how you doing today, man? <laughs> Good. Good to finally hook this up. Yeah, it seems like it's a little bit of a struggle. Today is a great day. Today is a great day. And uh, <laughs> I think we both had some scheduling issues here. I uh, I got a little catch in my throat probably from not wearing a warm front. Before we get into that, though, why don't you tell me about yourself? Uh <laughs> <clears throat> I actually wasn't brave enough to go outside today, so I stayed indoors. But we'll get into all that. I I, I think you contacted me because I did. Uh, I was either on Vinny's show or he was on mine. You probably heard me on Vinny's show, correctly? Vinny Tortorich. Right, right. Yeah, I had seen. You. I was on his show. Oh, like maybe ten episodes before you were, and oh, okay. I listened to his as much as I possibly can, and then heard your episode that you were a cyclist, and I said, "Well, I've got to talk." to this guy. So that's, uh, that's how we connected. And yeah. And my brief history, I'll, I'll get into it real quick. Sure. So my day job, I am incredibly lucky. I'm the brand manager for BH bikes. It's a Spanish company with a uh, U.S. headquarters in California. And I work remote in Colorado and, uh, I do sales, marketing, social media, reps, pricing, deals, all that stuff. And on a good day, I actually get to ride my bike, awesome. <laughs> which doesn't happen a whole lot. If I'm really doing my job, I'm not out on a bike. Right. And then my uh, side gig, my entrepreneurial venture, I am the founder designer of the Warmfront Chest Warmer, which is a, I'll just be candid, a glamorous thermal bib that uh, is use recycling, skiing, running. Um, I've actually found some commuter sales. Some people are commuting that want it. Cool. But uh, that's it. Dad and uh, my life is pretty awesome. Well, it sounds awesome. Um, now, it was funny because you sent me an email off my, my contact page on my, uh, I guess, on the website, com, and uh, I, I think you used the term fledging podcast in there somewhere, and I'm like, well, he doesn't know me that well. <laughs> I- I apologize again, but I, I meant that I'm the fledgling oh, yeah, podcaster. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's all good. I, I didn't. Um, no, I didn't take it personally, so don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I, I just thought I had to give you a little bit of trouble for that. But um, so that's awesome. Commas so, are important, Aaron. What's that? Oh, thank you. I, I'm good commas enough. are important. Commas, commas. Yeah, that's right. You said that to me. Um, okay, so now uh, it's awesome because we're in the middle of the cold here in Missouri, so. I usually, you know, I have to wear several layers of clothes. Um, I'm a mainly a mountain biker, but I like to go out in the open too, but not so much when it's super cold because there's no, there's no, nothing shielding you. Like at least in the woods, 
Now, do you primarily, are you a yes. road cyclist? I do it all. Uh, okay. Road, mountains, cyclocross, travel, uh, which is cyclocross on roads. I've got cruiser bikes. Oh, wow. uh, I even bought a longboard skateboard, a 59-inch longboard that I actually got in paddle on the bike path. So if it's got wheels and I have to make it go with my body, I, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Anything. Cool. I think I'm going to have to show off the video. I was trying it, but... Um... Seems one of us getting lag here, so sorry about that. Okay. All right. Does that make any difference for you? Uh, you were always coming clear, so that's probably my end. That was. All right. Why don't you try? Uh, why don't so you try shutting I'll turn off my video, my video down. too. Cool. Now I can take my shirt off. Oh wow! Oh, missing that. Oh darn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, um. Okay. So anyway, like I said, you know, I, I, I ride a lot in the open. I ride a lot in the woods. Now the cold front, it, it goes over and it warms your chest and like, I, I assume severely cold weather, correct? Yes. And it's interesting because I get calls and emails from people all around the country saying, well, what's the temperature range good for? Mm -hmm. And my next question obviously is, well, where do you live? Because right. cold in Florida, Florida is cold, different cold than in Missouri and right. a different cold than in Minnesota. And it's really kind of a matter of perception. There's pe people that I know that will ride down in 30 degrees here in Denver that don't wear gloves. Oh, wow. And yeah, but they're warm blooded or ignorant or tougher than I am. Yeah. But yeah. The warm front just basically is it's half of a vest. If you want to think about it that okay. way and, uh, doing aerobic activities like, um, running or cycling, mountain biking, you're heating up, but you're still going forward through the wind. Right. And what I've found is that having one half less layer on your back, you don't overheat, but it just protects your core. And all this is empirical. I would love to have a testing lab where I could, you know, take the infrared cameras or, you know, body sensors and things like that. My, my R and D budget isn't quite there yet. <laughs> But my, my philosophy is that if you're running or you're cycling, your legs are pumping, there's blood flowing. Right. But your torso is just this big mass going through a cold thermal layer. Mm -hmm. And your body's trying to keep your extremities warm. And you know, what I have, again, empirical evidence, people that wear it tend to report that their, their extremities are warmer, they're more comfortable on the bike, or they're running or skiing, and, and that's the whole point. And weather conditions change all the time, and you simply undo the Velcro collar, pull it off, and then stuff it in your pant pocket or your jersey pocket, and it's just uh, weather protection there when you need it and gone when you don't. So it's not like uh, when you go to the dentist and you have to put that big heavy thing on to get your x-ray done, right? <laughs> it's not that heavy. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Now, I, yeah, we'll have the lead version coming out this fall. Oh, yeah, for, <laughs> for the uh, ultra ultra cyclists, you know, to get that extra weight on there. Right, man. Well, I've uh, honestly, I've only been cycling. Uh, I guess this would be my third year. Yeah, so this would actually be my third year because I had a neck surgery. So I used to do a lot of running and stuff like that. Now that I'm cycling, I don't even know why I ran. I hated it. I never liked it, and uh, you know. <laughs> I really do like the bike, so um, I'm, I'm going to stick so with that. Are you hooked? I'm hooked. Nuts? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, you know, I got the fat tire. I, I turned my old mountain bike into a gravel bike. I don't really like riding pavement around here because 
know, a lot of people get hit. I'm in a smaller town in Missouri, so not, not so great. But now I, I went back and listened to you on Vinny or re-listened rather you. And it was really, uh, a heartfelt story on how you, how you developed this. If, if you don't mind sharing that with me. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll go back maybe 10, 12 years. So I, I went to college to be a software engineer. I had like above average skills in math and science. And I had a counselor go, Oh, you should be an engineer and high school senior. I didn't know what that was. And so I got into a curriculum there and went to university of Southern Colorado. Actually have a double E degree, double ET degree, uh, computer science focused and a math minor. So I am really not that smart. That might sound impressive, but right. I am not that smart. So I actually wrote code. I sat in a cubicle and wrote code for like 10 years and had a dull headache for most of those 10 years because I found out sort of after the fact, and I'll, I'll get to that point here in a minute, that uh, you know repetitive detail work is not my strength. There's people where that is definitely what they should be doing and not me. Like I'm a like a big picture, imaginative kind of person, yeah, a good sales person. Right. So I quit that job and I stayed home with my kids for three years and my kids were seven and two time and best three years of my life. It was absolutely awesome. And, uh, at that time, my first marriage started falling apart. We were having issues and, um, thankfully I, I'm still very grateful to my ex at the time that we stayed together long enough to find out that I was dealing with adult ADD, uh, that had no clue. Like I just was kind of struggling through life. I had, um, you know, failed relationships, jobs, like I was never the problem, things mm -hmm. like that. And through this counseling, uh, you know, thankfully, you know, it, I started focusing on myself and not the relationship when I realized it wasn't going to work and developed, I would say into the person that I am. And the hard part was that going from my kids, basically 24 seven all the time to shared custody, but working on myself and these issues. And you know, prior to uh, the separation and moving out, um, I would, I had this idea and it really kind of came about from this journal that I had written down. I had written some ideas in there and like this one just wouldn't let go. And it was the origin of the warm front chest warmer. And I had my first prototype, which was basically a thermal undershirt. So if you go to Walmart or target and you buy like the waffle shirt, right? I just cut the crap out of that. I literally, it's, the collar and the front, it looks like a dish rag you, and you probably wouldn't even touch it. You know, <laughs> um, I, I wore that for a year and you know, what you talked about, uh, talked about on Vinny's podcast is that in this like despair, like this hopelessness I had, cause I was 35 or something at the time wow. and I had no job. I knew I didn't want to be an engineer the only thing that I was really good at was being a dad and you know, this marriage is failing. I was just like, man, nobody's going to love me. What the hell is going to go on with my life? And I had this calendar appointment from 9 PM to 2 AM. And I just worked on this idea 
Mm-hmm. And I had no idea about business plans. I had no idea about trademarks, patents, manufacturing. I had no idea about any of that. And all I knew was that it was giving me a little bit of hope in this just dark, dark time. And yeah, kind of, I would have a prototype made and I just asked some questions. I found out my next door neighbor was a, a seamstress. She had like seven sewing machines. She made some. Damn. And yeah. And just by simply asking for help and being interested and curious, I would see like the next step. And, and it was a tough balance, Aaron, because I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe in anything that I was doing yeah. as worthwhile. And it was just, it was a grim time, dude. Yeah. And I mentioned this on, on Vinny's podcast is, is that yeah, I, I remember that there was one time and I think it was like three forty in the morning. And if you're ever up, at, you know, between two thirty and three in the morning, four in the morning, and you're not like had a party, mm-hmm. it's a crappy time to be awake. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> you know, if it's not new year's and if you're not at the club and, <laughs> and if you just happen to be at your house and you can't sleep and it's three in the morning. It's not good. This is like the, pre, just rem- uh, the pre Netflix days and all that. Right. I mean, there's nothing to do. Right. Right. I think there was cable, but yeah. there was not on demand. And so no. you're watching, you know, Polly Shore come on, you know, whatever <laughs> his movie is for like the 19th time. Or, and or, if or, you uh, weren't <laughs> desperate enough at that point. <laughs> watching that crazy guy, with the, watching the crazy guy with the sham. Wow. And all that stuff or Billy Mays. <laughs> yeah and, and that really just reinforces that your life is a total disaster yes i've been there man but go ahead please please <laughs> yeah and i just remember being like i i like i told Vinny, and I, I tell people all the time it's like i didn't want my life to be over and i i didn't want i, I just wanted to be able to be conscious and not think about this event like this marriage falling apart and I wanted to be able to sleep and I wanted to go on a bike ride and I wanted to um, be able just to have some peace. And this is way before I found meditation and learned optimism. And I had only just started going to therapy. And what I've, what I saw was that I, I wasn't suicidal, but I could see into the mind of somebody that had that despair. Like you could rationalize, and, you could see what they were doing. I mean, why would they, you know, without, why would they would uh, consider it and that kind of thing? Exactly. And what that did, it did a couple things is that it really, it, it made me more human and it made me more understanding of people that were suffering because I'll say, you know, if I hadn't gone through this experience, you and I would not be talking because right. I w- wouldn't have, you know, develop, and it has nothing to do with the warm front. It has to do with me as a person because I was kind of a, a judgmental a-hole mm-hmm. was probably the best way to describe it. Like I would see, <clears throat> excuse me, like you having your podcast and be mm-hmm. like, Oh man, that guy's so lucky. You know, <laughs> oh, like, you know, I'm sure somebody gave him this stuff. And, the, and I, I never realized that people had to work for stuff. Yeah. And, I, I felt like it was boiled down to lucky and unlucky. And if I didn't have something, well, then you're a jerk for having it. And I'm, you know, well, you know, whatever. I think that's called it, in a mail. I think was, that's called your mid thirties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish I could have corrected this 
in my 20s because who knows where i would be well here's the problem in your 20s um, in your 20s you think you know everything up until your 30s mm -hmm. and you don't realize you're you're trying to start to realize maybe you don't know anything but you're gonna stay the course then around your 40s you're like i'm a fucking idiot and then uh and then you start (laughs) learning and growing and and does that sound about accurate oh yeah yeah Yeah. and the longer that i'm i'm on this planet the more i admit like i just don't know what's going on and I just try to be honest and try to be kind. As <laughs> our yeah, I, as our testosterone it's, wanes, it's a mystery. yeah, as our testosterone wanes, the uh, the need to be right is not so prevalent in us, you know. So uh, we begin listening a little more. <laughs> we begin learning a little more. And uh, you know, my biggest thing lately, it's crazy. The podcast before this, my New Year's resolution actually was to distance myself from people that intentionally or. I don't know, through their actions, their words, their behaviors, make me feel bad. Like the negative people. I just want to separate myself from that. You know what I mean? And I've kind of been doing it for a yes. week. I feel better. I'm at that age now. Okay, if I have one or two friends maybe left in the world, they're going to be my my true friends. You know, I don't understand, you know, the need for people to be assholes and energy suckers. And <laughs> – I, you know, and as you get older, you don't have the energy to put up with it. And especially if you want to be a good father, husband, businessman, whatever, you know, there are things you are obligated to do. So in the end, there's things that got to go. Mm-hmm. I'll be your friend, Aaron. Oh, thank you. We can be besties. All right. Well, you, <laughs> I don't know. You said besties, so you're out. Sorry. You made the list. No. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, you know, now that you're kind of going through that self-discovery, um, are you are you seeing more of that? I mean, when you talk about meditation now, do you find that on your bike by yourself? Is that your meditation? Uh, yes and no. Uh, I start every day with uh, guided headspace meditations in on a variety of subjects oh, wow. like uh, relationships or relaxation, focus, and things like that. Um, and you know, being ADD. You know, I, I like to have guardrails for my structure. Like I'm sure people would have a list they work through, you know, minute by minute would just right. laugh at me. And I have kind of goals for behaviors. Like, all right, here's the stuff I want to accomplish. And, you know, the phone rings, emails, fires go on. But yes, yeah, so I'll start with uh, some guided headspace meditation. Um, my, my podcast producer, Cole, gave me this awesome book. It's, uh, um, uh, um, by Ryan holiday. It's the daily stoic. Oh yeah. And so it's just like half a page, you know, you just flip through it and there's just kind of meditations from Marcus Aurelius and just stoic wisdom. And just, it's literally two paragraphs, just a concept of the day. Then I read um, a chapter from Tim Ferriss's tools of Titans. I write in a gratitude journal wow. that is just amazing things that happen. And it can be something as small as, um, like this movie I'm going to watch tonight. It's on Netflix about these guys surfing. And I was like, I found this like amazing thing. And, you know, to tie it back to the discussion about that despair, I would, I had to claw and scratch and fight to find one good thing going on in my day. Wow. But you know what? There was a million good things like my kids mm-hmm. and the sun here in Colorado and my health and bikes and music and, and I told Vinny's audience this and I'll tell your audience this. And I tell people that are struggling with this. It's like, man, if you feel like you are at the end of your rope, mm-hmm. like call me, send an email, do something. You do not cash out. 
because the the amazing stuff that's happened, you know, since that 3:40 a.m. morning um, has blown me away. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't have written my life right now. Like if you'd showed me back then what my life is right now, I wouldn't have believed it. You know, selling bikes for a living, having a, a, a you know somewhat small but thriving business, and talking to Aaron on his podcast and starting my fledgling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't have believed it. I wouldn't have believed it because I couldn't see past my reality. And please do not give up. Do not kill yourself. Do not cash in. There's no. somebody that will listen. And if it's nobody else, and send me an email through my website, like talk to me. Um, and that's something else I wanted to mention when we were talking about this through Vinny's podcast. Um, this guy hit me up through LinkedIn and now he and I are buds. Cool. He's going through the same thing. He cool. is going through a separation. He lost his job. His water heater blew up and <clears throat> we're, we're friends now. And I talk to him all the time. I was talking to him at Christmas and new years and, you know, um, one of my favorite holiday movies is It's a Wonderful Life. And if I wouldn't have been here, who would this guy talk to? Hopefully he had somebody else. But, right. man, just look, bad shit ha- happens all the time and it's temporary. Yeah. And it might feel like it's permanent and forever. But, man, I've had heartbreak and I've gotten fired and I've been, you know, bankrupt and yeah. I've almost lost my house. And wow. It gets better and please just reach out talk to me talk to aaron talk to Vinny, talk to anybody but don't quit please do not cash out no don't man it's not worth some of the best advice somebody gave me one time was you know you know when you're feeling down you're feeling just awful about yourself and just do you know make one thing better before you go to bed that day and like you said, like, yes. it's kind of like your gratitude journal. It can be something stupid, you know, like you move the plates from the bowls because they're easier to get to something, you know, something you did that say, okay, I'm, I made the world better before I went to bed. Something silly even, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, you know, like you said, you know, bad days when, when you're in the moment, they feel like the worst thing ever. And usually you go back and reflect and like, it wasn't so bad, but I remember how I felt. Maybe I can help somebody else. And, you know, nobody's alone anymore, especially with the internet. I mean, there's a, there's a Facebook support group for just about anything. I mean, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I love the Reddit forum. Um, I work at the, uh, the Reddit, uh, divorce subreddit. Oh, wow. Uh, all the time. And people are very supportive. And, you know, if you're kind of sick of social media, like mm-hmm. get with Facebook and Twitter and just go to Reddit and it, there's some, there's a learning curve there, but. Yeah. I like it because it's moderated and idiots are downvoted <laughs> or oh, deleted. Wow. <laughs> so there's filtering. Well, but yeah. That's a good point you brought up with the Facebook also. Um, I don't really necessarily unfriend people, but the whole negativity thing, it's it's the people that complain every day. I just click little unfollow things. So I don't see, I only want to see positive things on Facebook, you know, I don't, I, mm-hmm. you know, no political rants. I just want to see positive things, pictures of your food and your kids and uh, vacations, basically. And that makes me feel right. better as well. I have a very, very, very strict emotional diet. I don't watch murder porn or crime porn. I just can't handle it. You know, stuff that like, uh, 
I was hearing some buzz about that movie, three billboards outside, whatever. And outside Missouri, that I found out it was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the second that I found out it was a, a like a child murder. I was like, I'm out. Oh, I, wow. I don't care how good it is. I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. Wow. Um, I, I don't watch reality TV. If I watch anything, it's documentaries on people that I admire or that are, have, you know, accomplished amazing things yeah. because I want to be inspired. And in some ways, yeah, I'll admit that maybe emotionally I'm kind of fragile, but like, if you look at all the things that are trying to drive you down, it's like the, the news or the negativity or the random person that is just a, a jackass. Right. You know, you've got to build up your, you know, your, your bubble. And I'm not saying that I'm naive and I'm not saying uh-huh. that I avoid difficult topics. And I'm not saying that I hide from all that stuff, but I, and if I have a choice of what I'm going to consume, I'm going to choose to consume something positive. That's going to make an impact on my life. No, I, I, I agree hundred percent. And when I'm out in the wild, you know, I either try to be neutral or have a positive experience with somebody. And really how hard is it to, engage in a couple extra sentences with the, the person that's checking you out at the grocery store. It's like, Oh, Hey, you know, you, you know, Hey, my, my cousin's name is Dave or something. Yeah. You know, and just, you have that connection. You might never see that person again, but at least for that brief interaction, you've done something positive, you know, done something neutral. And, you know, and again, I'm not a, a Pollyanna. I get pissed. I yeah. get upset. Who doesn't? I get depressed. Yeah. But, you know, with intent comes results. And, you know, given, you know, my situation this year, you know, I sadly, I told Vinny, I'll tell you, um, you know, going through a divorce now that was even more painful than the first one because Ugh. this was love and she's awesome. And, yeah, you know, um, I wish her the best, but we're, you know, she's on her way and I'm getting close there and it was just working through it again and it's something that happened but geez you know like i'm talking to you so this is incredible and it's it's awesome i found you know i i feel that we're a little similar in certain ways like you know the negative stuff the the things people say affects me a little more than most people and that's just i don't know it it's just something that's kind of been my whole life and i deal with a lot better than i used to but why not avoid it if you can you know what i mean but you mm-hmm. like, uh, you like, so you like these types of books and I have this here posted on my desk. If we had our cameras turned on, I'd show you, but it's called the four agreements. And like, I, I love that book. This is my, one of my favorites. And like the, you know, I'll just go over it real quick. You know, be, be impactful with your word. Obviously don't take anything personally. That's my mm-hmm. issue right there. Don't make assumptions That's and, it right and always do your best, <laughs> but don't take anything personally. That whole chapter, I could listen to that over and over and over again because 99.9% of the time when someone's coming at you, even if they don't mean it, you know, it's them. It's their problems, their issues, it's their projections on you. And I, you know, there are some people in this world, God bless them all. It just rolls off their back. You know, Tom Brady's a perfect example, you know, and uh, he actually cited this book, is which is why I read it, but you just have to go back to those principles. Don't take anything personally. It's not usually you. I mean, obviously you set somebody's couch on fire. Okay. It might be you, but it's usually, it's, <laughs> it's usually the person projecting on, on yourself. I mean, I'm glad you read that book. I mean, I don't, I don't talk to many people that have. Yeah. I mean, the, the taking things personal and that, that was huge because my, uh, old Matt, 
everything was personal. Mm-hmm. Everything was personal. And really, if you look at it and get down to it, and if you're candid with yourself, um, nothing is personal. And I'll, I'll tell people, like somebody yesterday, we had a meeting that was supposed to be at 3.30, and it got it was supposed to be 3.15, 3.30, got pushed to 4.30, ended up being 5. And Ugh. I was just like, it's all good. Their day exploded. Their day went sideways. Yeah. I ended up, uh, instead of going to a coffee at 3, I went and had a lovely tequila at 5 o'clock and then got to know <laughs> the bartender. And then it was great. And it's like, that person did not wake up to blow my day out of the water. Yeah. And it actually worked out better because then I, I got an order for BH done and it, it all worked out. But man, there was a time when it's like, oh, you can't meet 3.30. Fuck you. I'm gone. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. who do I think I am? Right. right. Like there's only so many people. <laughs> you know, there's like the 32 quarterbacks, there's the movie stars, and then everybody else. You're just yeah. a jackass like everybody yep. else. Just relax. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Um, well, hey, Matt, it was excellent uh, getting to know you. I, I, uh, I hope we can do this again sometime. I, I owe you one on your podcast, so uh, just let me know and we'll figure that out. Yeah, we got to talk about bikes too, because I I think a road trip to come out and ride with you and visit you is in oh, order. So there's yeah. a whole untapped, untapped uh, conversation thread about you and awesome. cycling that we have to get into. Well, you know what? We we can save that for your podcast. I I don't talk a whole lot of cycling on here, so that'll be that'll be really fun for me. And uh, I'll tell you about some trails we have out here as well. But uh, if uh, yeah. we, if if we want to find you, what's the best way to get a hold of you, Matt? So go to thewarmfront.com. I'll spell that out. T-H-E-W-A-R-M-F-R-O-N-T.com. Thewarmfront.com. My email is matt at thewarmfront.com. Yeah, check it out. Um, It's been great connecting with people literally around the world uh, that uh, have taken a chance on my little company and this product. And when they they like it, it just... uh, Every order is is, is is as exciting as the first. It's just awesome. So, um, but you know, anybody that's got an entrepreneurial venture, or like I said, if you're struggling with something, and I can be, you know, an ear out in the in the dark, I'm happy to talk because you know so many people have helped me uh, with the warm front get to this point. So many people have helped with my recoveries throughout my challenges throughout my life and. It's, I think it's my duty as a human to help somebody else. So please, I wouldn't say it if uh, I didn't mean it. Reach out and connect. That's awesome, Matt. Uh, good of you to do that, really. And uh, I'm looking forward to underwhelming you with my knowledge of cycling. And uh, no, I really, <laughs> I, you know, I really have a, I, I have a lot of fun with it. You know, I had a neck surgery, so I can only stay on a bike a few hours at a time. But it, at this age, you know, 43 years old, my goal is to be, uh, slightly proficient to above average. And I think I'm right there. I'm perfect. I'm in that sweet spot. So, uh, I'm <laughs> looking, really looking forward to talking to you about that. Cool. Well, yeah. Email me your address. I'll get a warm front out there. And awesome. then, uh, my plan is to deputize you for BH. So you're going to be, uh, you're going to be one of my field conquistadors. <laughs> sweet. Now, now, where are you from again, Matt? I live in Denver. No kidding. Okay, so my sister lives in Golden, so I maybe I'll uh, I'll have to come visit you because I I'm thinking about bringing my bike out there. Oh, you have to. Oh, you have to. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, great 
talking with you and I'm going to let you go. Thanks so much. Aaron, thanks, man. It's great to finally connect with you. Yeah, absolutely. It, absolutely. And thanks to Vinny Tortridge for uh, connecting us in a way. Yeah, that's cool. He's a great dude. Yes, he is. All right, man. Take care. Bye. Well, man, that was awesome. Uh, now I can, uh, I can uh, have somebody educating me on the, uh, educate me. I can't talk on the bike trails out in Denver, man. That is so cool because I was worried about that. That was going to be one of my, uh, possible summer trips was bringing my bike out there, seeing my sister who lives there. So, uh, anyway, thank you so much for listening and thank you for the amazing response. The unexpected amazing response on, uh, my New Year's resolution, staying away from negative people. So, until next time, shalom. Please remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com. Are you looking for a permanent home for your podcast? Well, Spreaker can do it all. Spreaker will give you your own RSS feed that you can submit to other platforms, including iTunes. Spreaker's mobile app will let you record from your smartphone, or you can use their web-based console with everything you need to record. Their podcasting plans include being able to host multiple shows at no extra charge. Got a YouTube channel? Spreaker's got you covered. You can effortlessly upload your podcast audio to your channel. You can even move your current podcast to Spreaker without losing any of your iTunes subscribers. Try any plan. Plan 30 days for free using promo code ASW.